0: welcome back i'm your host marina and i'm gabriella and you're listening to ah. lemons to lemonade welcome how are you good it's been a long week how's, how's your week
1: uh, my week has also been long is no. it wednesday what's today it is Wednesday. I don't even know what day it is. I'll tell you this that. Is, this
0: is how you know how our life's going.
1: Um, I feel like my week has been, it's been good overall. There's nothing I can't be like um, complaining about. But I will say that I feel like this week I've been extra anxious. Um, So I've been meditating twice as much as I normally do. Really? Okay. Yeah. Every time I find myself like super anxious, I just like, get the app like turn on the headspace app and i'm like okay what meditation can i do um a lot of trouble sleeping i think Mm. it's because like i've I've had a lot of good ideas a lot of creative ideas this week your brain is just right so i think because i'm so like in tune right now with my creativity and i'm like okay i should film this i can do that yeah so my brain like just doesn't know how to shut up when it's time to go to bed
0: yeah actually (laughs) speaking of meditation I think for the longest time, I've been wanting to meditate, and ever since we started this podcast and you talking about meditation, I was like, you know what? You got to give it a shot. So I got the app, and I've been doing 10-minute meditations every morning. Really? Yes. Look yes. at you. Yes. I think I've done it for like six days now, and actually, I have cried every single time I've meditated.
1: Really? Whatever they're
0: saying just gets in. You know
1: what's crazy? What? I've been crying this week a lot during my meditation, too. Really? yeah yeah honestly sometimes um even when it just starts like okay take your deep breath like sometimes just taking my deep breath i'll just start crying and you know that's really good i feel like at least this is the way i see it i see it as like a lot of maybe like bottled up like pain or emotions and taking the time to just like be present and release yeah yeah so like, i feel like crying is good yeah it's like showing you like okay like you're acknowledging it and you're letting it it's go. It's powerful. Yeah. Before we keep going, let's talk about
0: what's in your cup. In your We're still trying to work on that song there. Yeah, what's in your cup? Um today actually um I was the barista. Yeah. I was inspired by the TikTok coffee, but I didn't make it how the TikTok coffee is made. It's, it's pretty a, good. It's very delicious. It's
1: actually really good. That creamer too though, right? The creamer is better. I feel like the creamer is the reason why it's- I think this taste Yeah, is good. The, I, we use the I've had this creamer for a while I actually never use it the Starbucks It's the caramel, caramel macchiato salad. or something.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's so good
1: So what are we talking about today?
0: Okay, this topic is so near and dear to my heart because I am one of the fellow people who is trying to find their passion
1: Great. So today we're talking about finding your finding passion. your
0: passion Yes Okay, so how do you find your passion? What is your passion? I think that's like one of the questions. Like the, the phrase finding your passion is so overused. So for you, for example, for so you. So
1: specifically, we, we're talking about finding your passion in your career, correct? Yes, okay. yeah. So there's there's obviously ways, different ways uh, to have a passion. There's people that have a passion and hobby, but we're mainly going to talk about work wise, just yeah. finding something that you really love to do. Yeah. So I mean, I think for me, your passion is just something that you love and wanna achieve. You're willing to do the hard work just because you're you just want you the love outcome. Yeah. yeah. You love yeah. it. You whether it it helps people or it solves a problem or I don't know, whatever it may be, it yeah. inspires there's obviously hard work but you do it anyway because you just you just love the outcome
0: yeah i think for me um i'm assuming most of our listeners are probably going to be you know younger women and so when i first graduated college i was like okay now what do i do with my life what now what's <laughs> what, what's going like what do i do throughout my whole entire life it's been like here take these classes here do this here do that and then i was like all right, you're done, here you go, there's a certificate, figure it out. And I think for the last two um, weeks of school, or last two months of school, before I graduate, I was crying. I was anxious, I was depressed. I was like, I have this degree, I'm not going to do anything with my degree. I don't know what to do, I don't know what I like. I haven't attempt to find my passion.
1: So, so would you say... Um- First of all, when did you graduate and what did you graduate? Like, what degree? Uh, so, I graduated
0: class 2019, so last year in June. So, it's been almost a year. And I have a degree in biology, BS, Bachelor's of Science. So, <laughs> biology
1: bullshit. I'm just kidding.
0: Basically. So, my little story, I'll give you guys a little story. So, and if you can relate. Woohoo! So, um, I, when I first went to school, I was going to become a, a doctor. Well, and it wasn't because I wanted to, it was because my parents wanted me to be a doctor. In my culture, it's like, you either become a doctor, or a lawyer, or an engineer, or anything else is insignificant and will not make you money. So for me, out of these three, I was like, all right, I like biology, I guess I'll be a doctor. So I spent all this money at school, I spent all these years, And I graduated with a degree and I was like, I actually don't want to be a doctor. I don't even like biology anymore. This is not what I want to do. And now I'm lost. So that was where I was at a year ago. For me, it was just like, sorry, parents. I love you. Thank you for doing everything for me. But this is my life. Mm -hmm. I need to take control. And so I started thinking, like, what is it that I want to do with my life? And I'm still on that hunt, but... I think with, you know, more research and more knowing about myself, I'm getting closer to that answer.
1: Yeah, I think you are. And the fact that you're not settling and looking for that passion, you know, you're actually searching, you're you're trying different things. And I think, like, that's probably the only way that people find their passion. I mean, some people are lucky to find their passion at a young age. Others, it takes them longer. Others know that they have a passion but they don't go for it until until they feel like it's too late so just the fact that you are you know actively searching for it and not settling for a career yeah I think it's it's really good because not many people do that you know yeah
0: so how did you know for you like what you're doing right now like your career is your passion
1: I kind of had a similar situation as you so um You know, I I moved to the United States when I was 11. I graduated when I was 16. And I would say, like, my life in high school was, you know, I was super focused in school. I was really smart. I had the best grades. I was top, like, one of the top in the class. So in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to graduate and I'm going to have a full ride wherever I want to go. And to be honest, like, that was A really big possibility because I just I had the grades for it. Yeah. Eventually, it was getting closer to that day of graduation, and it's first of all, I want to just kind of talk about this because I think it's it's something that we don't talk about enough, and just I guess want to bring light to it. But when you're the kid of an immigrant family, like you are, Mm -hmm. our high school experience is so much more different than if when you're an American. Um, you know, student, like I said there's absolutely different stories, everybody has struggles. Yeah. Um, you know, and I and I'll say that I'm super grateful of my story, but I will say that at 16 I was faced with the fact that I wasn't going to be able to go to college because my situation was still, you know, I, I was still illegal and I had to figure something out other uh, or else I was going to just be home, stuck doing nothing. So for a while I did graduate and I was just home. And the, like, for some reason, I'm the kind of person that I can't just not do anything. Yeah. That depresses me so much. I have to be doing something that I know will have an outcome. Or else I just feel like I'm useless and I have no purpose. So I don't know, I think since since that happened, I I just kinda struggled a lot from early on and it was kind of like okay, we gotta figure this out. So
0: you you went through all this. When did this whole social media fitness Gabriella oh, yeah, Bandy come yeah. from?
1: So the last two jobs I had was I was working at the Window and AC Company, and then the Clevelander Hotel. So these two jobs are important and this is why. So when I was working at the AC Company, um, I had kind of like a regular nine to five job and this is when I started going to college okay so this job I was an administrator and everything I was getting for it I was using it to pay my college and at the time that money was not enough to pay for my college so my dad agreed to pay for the other half okay so every month I was just like I was doing payments I was able to do a payment plan but it needed to be paid for before the semester started yeah so, I kind of had no life. I was just working all and going day to school. and going to school. And I realized that what was something that I was always good at, which was school, I was now very bad at it because I just did not have the time to study. Okay. You know, I was just working so much that I didn't have time to actually like focus, you know, yeah. to actually go to class. So, sometimes I missed class because I was just so tired. And I just, at one point, I realized, like, I'm just not going to go to college, and I don't think I even doubted that. I was just like, I'm not going to college. Was that hard for you, or was it hard for your parents, or... I went through my phase of accepting that college might not be the thing for me when I graduated, because I really believed that I was not going to be able to go, so just the fact that I was able to go those two semesters was kind of, like, I knew that it was kind of unrealistic, so... I think when I decided I didn't have a hard time because I had a, I had a plan. Yeah. And this was when, so basically while I was in college and once I decided I wasn't going to go, I started modeling. Okay. So I just honestly like found some photographers on Instagram and I was like, Hey, do you want to shoot? And cause I was like, okay. Did you have I'm a pretty, following? You know. Did you have a following by no. then? Okay. I didn't have a following. This is when Instagram was just like starting to be a thing. Okay. So I started taking photos and, um, you know, the word out there is I'm very photogenic. So the photos did very well. And I, that's kind of when I started getting more attention. Yeah. And I started growing a following. And just from doing that, I met other people that were also influencers. Um, the first person I met was Tony Skits, which I'm sure many people know. And he would be like, Oh, like I'm doing a skit, do you wanna be in it? And this is kind of just when I started getting into like the social That was in Miami, right? Yes, this was when I lived in Miami. So I kinda started doing that, but I still had no idea what I was doing. I was just like modeling and getting gigs here and there. Sometimes I would be in music videos, make like a quick five hundred dollars in a day, you know. So that's when I started realizing like, oh, I can I can actually make money without having a regular job. Mm-hmm. But modeling was never consistent enough where I could be like, okay, I'm gonna quit my job. Yeah. So I had to keep my job and then have the modeling on the side. And then with time and just figuring out, you know, that, you know, my body image was a big deal for me, especially because now I was modeling and I wasn't like fit, I wasn't super thin, you know. I wasn't fat either, but I just, I was not. Really the model honest. look,
0: you didn't have yeah, that model look. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have like
1: the super thin model look. So a lot of issues with my body image kind of came back. Yeah. And it was something that I had dealt with since I was little. And basically through that, I realized that I love, I love working out. I think it's so awesome. And I, and I just loved more than working out, I, I love the being able to transform the way you think and, and the way to just accept yourself more. And I really wanted to just help other people do that because I do know what it feels like to have eating disorders to make yourself throw up. Like I went through all of that mm-hmm. while I was modeling because I was trying to be thin. And I feel like one day I just woke up and I was like, okay, no. Like you are not meant to be this skinny. You're yeah. just not. This is not the plan that God had for you. And I think once I shifted my perception and I started just kinda of just doing like self work, I wanted to share that with other people. I wanted to share that with other girls because I knew how hard it was to just struggle so much with your own body image. And that's when I started workouts by Gabriella. And honestly, like things just happened little by little. And it wasn't it wasn't until I started workouts by Gabriella that I saw myself. Okay, I can actually create a career out of this yeah. and quit my job. And of course, I was not in the. I was not in the point where I should have quit my job. But, but you I did. was so sick of it. This is so. I had quit my window and AC company job, and I was now working at the Clevelander Hotel. So now I had a following, but I still had a job. So yeah. it's really interesting because sometimes people would show up and they would be like, aren't you Gabriella Bandy? You have a job. That's and so a, cool. You're a hostess like Yeah, and it was like, it was weird because sometimes it was embarrassing, but then I, I would like reassure myself, like, you don't have to be embarrassed. You're a hard worker. You're yeah. here. You're doing things. Look at you. Okay. So it was like this whole, like, honestly, it's, it's a lot of inner work. Finding your passion has a lot to do with, like, self-work. And realizing what fulfills you in your life. Yeah. What is something that you want to do, that you just know like makes you happy.
0: I love that, like the fulfillment that I, yeah, I. I Like it that. Needs yeah. To,
1: it needs to fulfill you. It needs to make you happy. And I think that after meeting some people, like I had a few events for workouts by Gabriella, and I started a page, and just from like the feedback from other women or meeting people in person. And then telling me like you've made such a big impact in my life, you know, and now I've started to live my life healthier. I work out more. That's I'm powerful. Consistent. So when when that started, I was like, "This is dope. Like I could do this. You yeah. Know? This is awesome. I'm actually reaching people. I'm helping people, and it just made me happy. Genuinely, it made me smile. So, I think that's when I realized like I want I want to keep doing this. So I decided to move to la and that just happened through my friend tonio like he was he moved out here first and i was like oh that's dope why did he move there and i just came to visit and after a few visits i was like i want to move here everyone here is grinding working and i want to do that too so I just, like, randomly decided to move here. And it was the craziest decision I ever made. Mm-hmm. And it was the biggest risk i probably taken my entire life because I had $3,000 in my bank account. And I don't know, I just had this idea in my head of, like, I wonder what it would be like to move across the country where I don't know anyone and just starting fresh. And that idea alone just gave me so much hope. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And I. it's just crazy because... Just from the two years, well, now it's going to be three years from being in L.A., I've grown so much. I mean, it's just like the biggest change of my life, not just from career, yeah. because my career has also evolved and, and my um, interest, you know, like in the beginning it was just my fitness side of things. Now I'm into way more different things and yeah. I've actually changed my mind many times. But still in the same sense of, like, inspiring people, still in the same sense of, like, knowing that I'm helping people. I think that's what my passion is, not specifically attached to a specific career. Have you,
0: through this whole journey, have you felt any cultural pressures, like, from your family or relatives or friends, like, oh, you know you're an Instagram influencer. That's it. You didn't go to college. That's it. Have Has that ever made you feel like maybe I picked the wrong career or maybe this isn't for me or ashamed?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think especially in the beginning because um, it was really hard to convince my parents like, hey, what I'm doing is actually going to pay off because it hadn't been done before if Mm. that makes any sense instagram was just starting this was a thing that like influencers are now a normal thing yeah but influencers was like that wasn't even a word i i couldn't tell people i'm an influencer because that word hasn't been created yet yeah, yeah hadn't been given to us yet so i i definitely struggled with kind of explaining to my parents and I, there was a few instances where they did say, you know, maybe you do need to just get a real job because there were, like I said, it was very up and down. Sometimes there was work, sometimes there weren't. So there were moments where I actually struggled a lot and I had to ask my parents for help. And I, I didn't do that often because I, I've never liked doing that. I, I like them to know that I'm independent and I can, I'm capable, but I did have moments where I had to ask. And those were the moments where they were like, okay, well, we think maybe you need to get a job or maybe you need to do this. People need a team. They need friends. They need people to support them when they're down, when they're when they're trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Once you grow, it is so easy for you to find people that are willing to work with you. Because yeah. they either want to be associated with you or want to learn from you. So that was another thing that there's tons of people that I tried working with back then that said no or were asking for too much or whatever the case may be, and now they reached back out to me, and I'm like, I actually do not. It's not even that I don't want to. It's just that I don't need it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. I needed it back then, but now I don't. Yeah.
0: Um, see, for me, it was a little different because, so I went to college thinking I was going to be a doctor, graduated, and I was like, nope, that's not what I'm going to do. And here I am now and I ask myself every day, Marina, what is it that you can do to make this world a better place? And it's so cheesy.
1: It's not.
0: But it's 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 hard, especially when you have, like the other day I was in deep thought and mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was like, okay, you work a nine to five, you work a good job but is it fulfilling? And that's why I like that you said that because I feel like your passion should, or what you're doing to know that it's right should be fulfilling regardless of what it is. If you're a zookeeper or um freaking Instagram model, as long as it's fulfilling, you're on the right path. Yeah. And um, we were just talking about this the other day and I was telling you that I just don't feel fulfilled. I feel like I'm... There's more to me. It's than- like,
1: it feels like more of an obligation. Exactly,
0: you. exactly. So with doing this podcast, you know, um, I love talking and I love bringing awareness to things and using my words and my experiences to share it and whether to help someone else. Because like you said, as an immigrant or as, you know, my background, I didn't have anyone who I can go to for help or, hey, you know what? I actually don't want to do this. What can I do? Or, hey, you know, I didn't have any of that. My parents, like you said, they were worried about their thing and their things and stuff like that. So I want to be able to do that for others. So when we came up with this idea of of the podcast, I was like, this is perfect because this is a step in the right direction. I feel fulfilled. Whether this makes us money or not, I would keep doing it. I don't care because yeah. this is something that I love. I love talking. I love that we can share whether we're, we're helping other people or we're bringing awareness to a subject that, you know, people aren't really aware of. I love that. So um, to wrap up our episode, I think we should, you know, give some tips on what we think people should do to help them find their passion or their calling or whatever it is that we want to say. So, yeah. maybe, okay, I'll start, I'll give one. Um, I think ask yourself, what is something that you would be willing to do for free? Because most of the time, if you can do something for free, it's something you're very passionate about, that you're willing to do it for free. Or maybe maybe
1: ask um, if money was an uh, an issue. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly.
0: yeah. Or even um, if you don't have any, you know outside influences, whether it's your parents or your friends or any or teachers, what is it that you would dream about doing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it could be as crazy as it is. I've always wanted to be an actress. Will I be an actress? I don't know. Maybe you'll see me in the next movie. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it's something I've always dreamt of and I've always been, you know. So yeah. that could be a passion and of mine. And make sure that
1: it's also realistic because... Yeah. I can't be like I I would love to be the next Ariana Grande and like I I can't sing sing, you know what I mean (laughs) so it's got to be also realistic and and also something that you know that you can monetize that you can find a way to make money doing maybe you don't know the answer now but if you can maybe look at someone that does that that makes money because also money is a thing yeah Yeah. day, you aren't gonna need to pay your bills um anything else
0: um I think the last thing I would want to say is don't give up. This is not going to come overnight. I know people who are in their 40s and they're finally figuring out what they want to do. So if you're listening to this and you're just like, damn, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what my life plan is. You can wake up one day with an idea or someone can cross your path and change your whole entire life. So don't give up. Don't just be depressed or sad because you're lost. Because if most likely, a lot of people are in the same
1: boat as you. So, so many people. Yeah. I would say any tips I would give people to find their passion is to have a really good circle of friends. I think that important. the people that are around you are so important. And I will say that the people around me have had such an impact in my life And have helped me navigate through my career and figure out what I actually want to do. Even if that changes over time because that's also okay. And another thing I would say is focus on your self-work. Focus on finding out what fulfills you. Even if it's as broad as like helping people. Or making music or... I don't know. And Sometimes it might be broad and then from then you can kind of like try different things. Yeah. Um, and then trying different things. Just try different things. Be open-minded. That is the only yeah. way that you can figure it out. If you try something and you don't find fulfillment, move on to the next. You can scratch that off. And Yeah. I feel like eventually we're all... We kind of like find our way to our purpose and... Go for it. You know, take the risk. A lot of people don't take risks or are too afraid. And I just think that you got to think about about it like this. You have one life to live. What do you want the your life to be like? You yeah. Know? And I think that's always something I tell myself. It's like, pick what you want to do now because you're not going to have a second for it's chance. For too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that concludes our episode um, finding your passion. Finding your passion. We hope we inspired some of you guys or helped or triggered something in you that is, you know, now more motivated or doesn't feel alone. Um, as always,
1: subscribe to our podcast, Lemons to Lemonade, and follow us on our socials at Gabriella Bandy, Twenty Marina. And remember, when, when life, life gives you, you lemons, you, you make, make lemonade. lemonade.
0: Woo! amigos.